0: From Mission to Millions, How Connecting to Purpose Drives Profits. Most estate planning and elder law attorneys have a mission statement somewhere on their website, and it usually says something about you know caring for clients, helping families, preserving legacies, but not many are really connected to or behave in alignment with a clear mission, which is too bad. Because your mission is one of your most powerful drivers to growing a seven-figure law firm that you love. I'm Jennifer Goddard, and you're listening to the Marketing Lawcast, where we have real conversations about how estate planning and elder lawyers can grow a seven-figure practice that they love while building personal wealth and their own financial legacy. Honestly, I hate mission statements. Usually, they're stuffy and meaningless. They're filled with euphemisms that just basically restate the obvious. I think this happens because most people see their mission statement as a marketing tool. They're concerned about how it's going to play when a prospect reads it on their website. When really what you should be concerned about is, is it authentic? Is it purpose-driven and compelling? Worry more about how it resonates in your heart than how it plays on the website. In fact, for just a moment, imagine that you don't have a mission statement. If you do have one, just erase it from your mind for a moment. I don't want you to be focused on anything that's been carefully edited or, you know, focus group tested. Just a complete blank slate. Now ask yourself, why are you doing this? First time, put the emphasis on the doing. Why are you doing this? Asked this way, the question hones in on why are you lawyering at this instead of advocating or lobbying or writing books. There are lots of ways to help families. Why do you choose to give them legal help? What's the distinction? When I ask this question this way to my clients, I get some really interesting answers. Some say, It's what they know. They are lawyers, and so they give legal help. It's what they do. I like to press a little bit further on that one. What's so special or different about legal help as opposed to, say, writing an article for a major magazine? Eventually, most of my clients come to the realization that legal help is very different than other types of help. For one, it's personal. It's not just general It's very specific. You ask a lot of questions in your initial consultation, and you think about the answers you're given, and you go beyond the general or even the obvious. When you give legal help, it's uniquely tailored for this person, for their loved ones and their business and their unique problems. And legal help is real help. Information alone doesn't solve anyone's problem. It doesn't keep anybody's family out of probate. It doesn't avoid family pro- uh, family conflicts. And it sure doesn't preserve wealth for future generations. I won't say that information is worthless, but every time a client leaves your office with more information and they didn't get the legal work done, you failed in your mission, that person leaves without the thing that you are doing, which is giving legal help. Can you see how connecting to this purpose of giving legal help could inspire you to get a little better in your sales process? When you see sales as the fulfillment of your mission, which is to provide legal help, then you start to see how important it is to do it well. You might get some training or coaching around your sales process. You might even consider getting some training or coaching for your staff. And if you did that, the chances are you and your staff will be better at it, which means you'll help more people and you'll make more money. Now ask yourself again, same question, only emphasize the word this. Why are you doing this? As opposed to the million other things you could be, the million other things you could be doing. You could be a Walmart greeter. You could be a social media influencer. You could literally practice almost any other area of law. Why this? Do you have a special passion for the people you serve or the work that you do? You know, it's okay to be passionate about the law especially in the areas of estate planning and elder law, where you're working with human beings in all of their humanity, their hopes and dreams, their failures and mistakes, the people they love, the people they trust, the people they don't trust, the people they shouldn't trust. What is your passion to work with these people to solve these problems? I'm a big believer in taking disciplined action, But the truth is that tapping into your passion will drive you further, faster, and longer than logic, reason, or discipline. When you are passionate about the people and the work you do, you're driven to helping more people and having a bigger impact. When you do that it's an unstoppable driver for your revenue as well. In fact, revenue is merely the byproduct of pursuing your passion. Let me give you an example. When you lose connection to your passion for the people you serve, it's easy to demonize them. It's easy to say things like, all these internet leads are just tire kickers. Have you caught yourself thinking or maybe even saying that? Have you heard it from your staff? Do you know where those types of comments come from? They come from having a connection to your revenue instead of to your passion for the people you serve. When you reduce the caller on the other end of the line to a lead or worse yet, a tire kicker, it's a good sign that you've lost connection to your mission. You start doing things to put up barriers between yourself and the very people you say you want to serve. You push them off into a voicemail or a lengthy, onerous intake process, or you charge more for an initial consultation because they're an internet lead. You do these things because you don't want to waste your time on the people your mission statement says. You want to serve. On the other hand, when you behave in alignment with your mission, you treat every single person like a human being in need. You treat them with empathy and compassion. And even if they do not become clients, you stay committed to leaving them better than you found them. And that is how you win every call. When you are connected to your mission, Every interaction with the people you want to serve can be a win. And when that becomes your firm's culture, there's no limit on your impact. There's no limit on your reputation, on your referrals, or your revenue. Finally, let's ask it a third time. And this time, let's make it really personal. Why are you doing this? When we ask it this way, our clients give us some amazing personal stories about why they chose to practice in estate planning or elder law. I host retreats to help lawyers work through some of these issues. And I have to share with you that a lot of the time I am brought to tears when clients tell me their personal story. If your story connects with me on such a visceral level, It's definitely going to connect with your staff, with your clients and your prospects, even your referral sources. Telling this story shows your humanity and it helps prospects who may only know you through your internet presence. It helps them see you as a real person, a human being who could understand their story as well. But there's another aspect of your story that's often overlooked. Your story doesn't just inspire others, though it definitely does do that. It inspires you. Remembering, visualizing, and connecting with your personal story will change the way you view your practice when you get up every morning. And it will change the way you interact with people, whether they're prospects or clients, staff, referral sources. You'll have more drive, more passion to fulfill your mission. Let me tell you a story about one of my clients. He came to my ranch here for a retreat and I'd known this person for more than 10 years, but I did not know her story. To be honest, her marketing was kind of ho-hum and so was her practice. She was getting by, but she never really had a breakthrough business. One reason was that she never invested in her practice. She was focused on keeping her overhead low, being frugal with her budget, and this mindset of scarcity was ingrained for her from childhood on, and it was holding her business in a culture of scarcity and keeping it small. As we probed into her mission and got to the question of why are you doing this, she began to tell me a story about her parents. She told me they were immigrants to this country and that they scraped and saved and built a business. Being able to pay for her to go to law school was one of their proudest accomplishments, but it came at a great sacrifice to them. She wanted to honor her parents in her law practice, and that is why she chose estate planning. She wanted to help other families build and preserve and pass on their legacies just as her parents had. And then I saw her eyes well up with tears. The weight of her parents' sacrifice so she could go to law school was settling in on her. And she felt guilty. She said, I haven't honored my parents' sacrifice, not the way I should have, because I haven't sacrificed for my business I've played small, I've kept my expenses low, thinking I was being prudent and frugal as they taught me. But paying for me to go to law school wasn't playing small for them. It wasn't being frugal. It was a big sacrifice because they believed in me. She went on to say, now I have to believe in me. I have to make a sacrifice to grow my business, and that is the only way I will serve more people build more wealth for my own family, and truly honor my parents' legacy. In that moment, she decided to go all in on herself and her practice. She invested in her marketing, in her staff. She upgraded her systems and processes, and she even upgraded her office. She grew her business to the high six figures in just a little over 18 months. And that's why I say, connecting to purpose drives profits. And it is literally a matter of mission to millions. Don't overlook the power of mission to transform your practice. If you want help in getting in touch with your mission again, or fulfilling that mission in your practice, reach out to me and my team. You can reach me personally. This is my personal email, jennifer at estateplanningpartners.com or visit our website at www.imsrocks.com That's a wrap on this edition of the Marketing Lawcast. Thanks for joining us. Head over to www.imsrocks.com for more growth-focused insights. If you're ready to skyrocket your firm's marketing, don't hesitate to book a free discovery call with our team right on our website. Here's to your success. See you next time.